And we're yes. excited about the word of God. And Jesus. Amen. 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 We can go home now. She preached. <laughs> Amen. I love you. Glory to God. Good morning, brothers and sisters. I'll tell you, you know, this whole purpose of preaching the gospel is to bring the good news of, of Jesus Christ and to encourage you in Jesus Christ because those of you that are born again are in Jesus Christ and for you to know that God had you in his sights before the foundation of the world and he deemed you precious he loves you with the same love that he loves his son Jesus Christ not one ounce less he had a plan from the very beginning I always like to go back and look at this in the book of Genesis chapter 3 we all know that uh, that is well it is the place where Adam uh, and Eve failed God they became disobedient and uh, you know they ate of the tree that God told them not to he told them he gave them specific instructions not to eat of that tree but I want to point something out here and the, and and this was after uh, they Description verse 7 says, And the eyes of them, this is after they failed God, it says, And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. They sewed fig leaves together, and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of, God, of the Lord God walking in the garden, in the cool of the day, and Adam and his and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord amongst the trees of the garden. And then it goes on to say, And the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And he says, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid. I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. So the first thing that set in when they disobeyed God was fear. Yes. It was fear. And they did what, and shame came upon them and many other things. And they do what people uh, typically do. They begin to try to cover themselves. Mm. And they covered themselves with what? With fig leaves. Fig leaves. But God had a plan from the beginning. He had a, he had a plan from, for you and I from the very beginning. And uh, so he took over and he said, um, here in verse, you know, he, he talked to, he handed out punishment and he told them what the, what the consequences of their actions would be. In verse 15, I love it because he says here, when he's talking to the serpent or he's talking to the adversary, and he says here, I got a plan, basically. What he says here is, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and the, uh, and her seed, and and it will bruise your head. Her seed is going to bruise your head, and your seed will bruise his heel. I think I know which one's the deadlier deadly blow, thank God. But God had a plan uh, from the very, very beginning. Yes. He had a plan, and, and this was his promise that he was going to send a Savior. Yes. But what I like about over in, uh, in, in verse 21, it says, And Adam, and unto Adam and also to his wife, did the Lord make coats of skin and clothe them. They used fig leaves, but he used coats of skin. All right, so some blood was shed. Yes. There was yes. blood that was shed, and, yes. and 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 so he, but he covered them. Yes. He covered them, and yes. that was a. Remember, we said that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed, and the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. So here we see a type and shadow of the righteousness of God. Yes. So he, he I'm going to close you with something far greater than what you're closing yourself with. Your own efforts are never going to be enough. You're only going to be covered by what I do. Mm. 
You're only going to receive this robe of righteousness by what I do. Glory to God. Yes, yes, so God yes. was going to cover them and yes. they were going to be put in into a perfect protection. And aren't you glad that God was thinking about you Amen. before the foundation of the world? Amen. You see, we talked about this last week and I'm going to pick up where we were. We talked about everything that Jesus did, everything that Jesus did to purchase our salvation is only going to be understood to the degree that we understand the sacrifices uh, in the Old Testament, to what we understand about the sacrifices in the Old Testament. Because there were there were all types of, uh, of the Lord, they, they were, the sacrifices, were all types of the Lord Jesus Christ, praise God. You know, a lot of people can't get their head around that. They just saying this was something that they had to do, but God had a plan. He had a plan from the beginning because he loved you. Yes. He had a plan from the beginning so so that you would see just as Pastor Perlene said this morning that you have Christ in you mm. that yeah you're going to go through some things but God had a plan mm. to bring you through those things amen, amen. amen. so amen. because you know these things were, were all types of, of in the, in the, these uh, sacrifices all types uh, of what he did for us through his death and through his burial and through his resurrection, boy, if we could only understand yes. the magnitude of the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we would we would be amazed. If we could all understand the blood of Jesus, Amen. what that actually means and what that blood did for us. The book of Hebrews talks about talks about how there was no um, that there's no forgiveness for sins apart from blood. As a matter of fact, let's look over in Hebrews chapter 9, and we're going to look at uh, verse 22. Hebrews 9 and verse 22. Glory to God, I'm excited about Jesus. Just getting the opportunity to share these things is such a blessing. Uh, to me, as, as, as a pastor, it's, it's a blessing. And it should be to you as a believer. We're all believers. And 922 says, and, most, and almost all are by the law by the law a purge uh, the law purged with blood mm. well, watch this and without shedding of blood there is no remission mm. let's look at this word remission I think we did it last week but maybe not but without blood there's no remission meaning there's no freedom That's right. there's no pardon for us there's no pardon. We're doomed without the shedding of blood. Mm. Wow. Jesus, God showed that as a type when he when he covered them with coat skins. Blood had to be shed. See, you're going to be covered by blood. Mm. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. And he says here, and in, in, in book, you know, in this verse 29, no remission, no freedom. There's no pardon. There's mm. no deliverance. There's no deliverance. You know, deliverance is so important. Mm. When we think about deliverance, we, it talks about you know, and, and over in uh, Colossians, it talks about that we've been delivered from all the power of the enemy. Or, you know, maybe paraphrase that a little bit. That's what, that's what it means. We've been delivered. But we've also been delivered. To be delivered from the power of the enemy, we have to be delivered from our flesh. Amen. But there's no deliverance from the flesh. You'll always be trying to do these things in your own strength and your own efforts. You'll always be a slave to your flesh. But there's deliverance. Amen. Without this remission, uh, there's no forgiveness. No forgiveness. And there's no freedom. There's no liberty. There's no freedom. Well, in the blood of Jesus, we find all those things. Amen. We find freedom. We find pardon. We find deliverance. Forgiveness. We find liberty, glory to God. You see, let's look at the Passover uh, the Passover is the first institution, the very first institution of sacrifices uh, where the children of Israel were delivered from the wrath of God. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. They were delivered from the wrath of God. And they're delivered, they were delivered from, from the world system. They were delivered from the world system. 
They were different. They were peculiar. They weren't like the rest of the world. That's they were. True. They had become God's people. That's true. And they were delivered from all, everything, through these sacrifices. These are the, they were God's people, and He provided a way of escape for them. Yes, He did. Amen. Amen. And talk about eleven. We're talking about eleven. We're talking about the world system. When you see the word eleven, you're talking about eleven meaning the world system. That's what it is. Or, you can put it this way, this world system uh, is not accepting uh, or, 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 or not accepting what God's Word teaches. That's true. In other words, you put That's more true. emphasis um, in the world system. That's true. Or you try to mix into God's mm. Word the world system. That's true. You see, what God says is true is true. Yes. What God says is real is real. Yes. What God calls sin is sin. Yes. Yes. You can't fix it up, doctor it. I don't care what kind of <laughs> compassion you think that you got. His word is the final authority. Amen. Folks. His word is Amen. the final authority. And I don't mind talking like this because you're hitting too much compromise. Yes. We're hitting yes. too much yes. compromise in the body of Christ. And then what we're doing is not so much about being angry about that. It's that's is that you're playing a part in keeping people in bondage. Mm. And we don't want to ever do that. Yeah. Scripture says who the Son is made free. It's free indeed. Amen. Amen. The Son is made free. And we've been delivered from the power of the enemy. Yes. And we've been delivered from flesh yeah. by the blood of Jesus. Somebody oh, say amen. God. amen. Amen. We've been delivered from our amen. own failure. Amen. And deliver from my own efforts. Amen. Yeah. Glory to yeah. God. Yeah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank that's, you, Jesus. That's so exciting. So many people are continually attempting to walk with God and hold on to these worldly beliefs. Mm. Mm. Hold on to beliefs that are outside of God's Word. Wow. But they want to walk with God. They may have heard it preached somewhere. Uh, 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 is this, you know, things in the Bible? Well, is this really what God's word says? Yeah, yeah, if it's, yeah. <laughs> it's really what His word says. <laughs> there are things that He's displeased with. Mm. And just because maybe these things might bring us satisfaction, it doesn't make it right. Preach, Pastor. It doesn't make it right. Tell the truth. When we decide that, well, I know God loves me, so I'm going to stay here and I'm going to live in this condition. I'm going to do these things. I'm going to go to these places. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. But it's against God's word. But I know he's forgiven me because I got the grace of God. That shows a, number, it shows a couple of things. Number one, you don't understand the grace of God. Amen. And, uh, and you don't understand that there's no fire insurance here. There's no victory. There's no victory here. Is this making sense to you this morning? Amen. Are y'all yes. mad at me this morning? <laughs> no. no. you mad? All right. Don't turn the page yet. Don't flip. Turn it off. God wants you to live, and he wants you to live victoriously. Thank you, Jesus. You see, when you hear things in the Word of God, when you hear things that are preached, you should always examine them. You should always go back and see, is that really what God's Word says? Yes. Because we love God and He loves us and, and He loves us so much that He wants us He wants His view and His opinion, that is his and His reality, that is His glory, people. That's His glory related to and not His view, His opinion and His reality. He wants us to make those things first place. He wants us to to prefer those things. He wants us to seek and run after those things so that we can we live this victorious life that yes. we have in Christ Jesus. I love, love what my wife just shared earlier when she says we all are going to go through things. You're in the world where you have an enemy, you have a devil. You know that word wiles, the wiles of the devil. He has plans and schemes and strategies set against you, but you have the greater one Amen. on the inside of you. And God declares you always have the victory because he's, you know, he's giving you the armor. He wants yes. you to put on the whole armor of God, but before you can do that, you got to believe that. 
Amen. You got to believe yes. that you always have the victory. Yes. Come on, say with me. I always have the victory. Always I always have the victory. victory. In Christ Jesus. In Christ Jesus. Amen. I hope Amen. you say that at home Amen. or wherever you may be listening to this. Amen. Amen. You see, we, we, we want to have, we want to know, we don't want false beliefs. We don't want things that are made up. We want to get in the Word, find out what God's Word, let the Holy Spirit lead us, let Him lead you to teach us that minister, minister the true living gospel of Jesus Christ because it's important to you. Yes, we don't want the world's opinions. I don't want a bunch of philosophers telling me what God said. Mm. I want to hear from the Spirit of God. I want to hear from anointed men and women of God that, that are in relationship and fellowship with God and God can trust them to allow, to allow him to bring by his Holy Spirit his truth to my heart. Amen? Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Thank Jesus. You. Amen. We don't want the world system. We don't want these beliefs. We don't want to try to approach God on false information. No. Does that make sense? It makes sense. We don't want to try to approach God on false beliefs. Does that make sense? This means that our life is still full of leaven. We don't want our lives full of leaven, full of philosophical ideas that are based on the world system and not on the Word of God, not based on the Scriptures, not based on God's Word. Amen? That's not what we want. It will cause you to be faithless and not trust God. You know, I'm talking about that verse. You remember... When the scripture talks about Lazarus, mm -hmm. when the scripture says that Jesus, when Lazarus died, and he was approached, matter of fact, where is that in John? I think it's John chapter 11, verse 35. I want to point something out here. John chapter 11. Yes. All right, here we go. I'm going to start up at verse... Um, Okay, I'll tell you what, I'm going to start at verse 25. We've got some reading to do. Stay with me and enjoy the ride. Uh, 24. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection in the last day. Verse 25. And Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection. He had just told her, listen to me. Y'all paying attention? Come on now, stay with me. This is important. This word needs to get into your heart. He says, I am the resurrection. He's talking to Martha here. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet Ooh. shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Amen. And then he says to her, believest thou this? Yes. And she said unto him, yes, Lord, I believe that thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had said that, she went away. And called Mary, her sister, secretly, saying, The Master is come, and calleth for thee. Are y'all with me? Yes. All right? And calleth for thee. And as soon as she heard, she arose quickly and came unto him. And, uh, where am I? Oh, now Jesus was not yet come into the town, but was in place where, in the place where Martha had met him. The Jews... Then, which were with her in the house and comforted her, said, did I miss something? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. No, I didn't. And, uh, and comforted her, and, uh, and when she saw Mary, and uh, when they saw Mary, and she rose up hastily and went out and followed, followed saying, she goeth unto the grave to weep there. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if you had been here, mm. my brother had not, had not died. died. If you had been here, my brother had not died. Can you imagine that approach? Mm. Can you imagine how emotional she was? Mm. How fearful she was? Mm. She was grieving. My brother died, Jesus, and you weren't here. Mm. Mm. Watch this now. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping which came to her came with her he groaned in the spirit mm. 
It was trouble. He was trouble. Watch this now. And said, where have you laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, behold, how he loved him. See, that's what the natural eye sees. The natural eye sees, listen to me. Y'all stay with me. The natural eye sees that Jesus wept and that he had compassion and he was, oh, Lazarus died. He wept. So this is what the Jews saw because they had no understanding. They saw him weeping because they, they believed him to be weeping because Lazarus died. Right? Stay with them. Then he goes on to say here, and then it goes on to say, uh, uh, verse 37, And some of them said, Cannot this man, which opened the eyes of the blind, have caused that even this man should not have died? And Jesus therefore again groaned in himself, coming to the grave. It was a cave and a stone laid upon it. And Jesus said, Take away the stone. And Martha and the sister of him that was dead said unto him, Lord, by this, uh, time, by this time he stinketh, for he had been dead four days. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said unto her, so Watch this now. Said I not that if you would believe that you should see the glory of God? Said I not that if you would believe, if you would believe, the point is this. Jesus died. Or Jesus cried. He wept. Not because Lazarus was dead. He had already told that. I am the resurrection. Amen. And I am the life. So Amen. had he died, no matter how dead he was, they should have known that he had the ability to raise him up. <laughs> he didn't weep because Lazarus was dead. He knew he was raising him he, up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he already knew he was going to raise him up. Why would he weep because of that? He weeped because of their unbelief. Amen. He wept because of the Jews' unbelief. Amen. Because Amen. she came and she was an emotional, and they never heard what he told them beforehand, that mm -hmm. I am the resurrection Amen. and that I am the life. Amen. And then he comes back and he says, didn't I tell you? Said I not unto thee that if thou wouldest believe, thou shalt see the glory of God. Don't you know that if you will believe, that you will see the glory of God? Amen. Don't you know that the world system is doing, mm -hmm. the enemy is doing everything in the world system. That's why the world's getting as dark as it's mm, getting. That's true, Pastor. You people are praying for countries and you're praying you're praying America's gonna get better and better and better. You show me in scripture where mm. that says that. Mm. You see the enemy is trying mm. to pull he's trying to confuse you and pull mm. you away from God. He mm. doesn't want you to see the power that's mm. in the blood of Jesus. He doesn't want you Ooh. to see what God did. He wants you to he wants you you got you see in the very beginning, God didn't want you to eat of that tree of knowledge of good and evil because at that point is when you were going to, when man was going to establish his own standards for, for what's right and wrong. Yep. And now you got people. Yep. You have people here. They set these standards for yep. what's right and wrong, and then they make you and I as mm. a believer try to feel guilty because mm. we preach against certain things. Mm. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Preach, Calling Pastor. good evil and evil good. Yes. Yes. God wants us to always have your victory. He wants you to know that you're going to find more joy mm. in living the lifestyle he wants you to live than yes. you are. Figuring then some some demonic influence that comes yes. into your life to try to pull you off course. Yes. Amen, Pastor. Amen. I got to tell the truth. Amen. Jesus told the truth. You got to know the truth. We got to Jesus said you shall know the truth and yeah. the truth shall do what? You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Yes. I see the world system and, and some of our doctrine, some of not our doctrine, some doctrine that's being taught is that, well, that's just the state you're in. You know, I mean, that's just, you know, that, you know, that, um, um, you know, you can live any kind of way you want to, but God, just believe in Jesus, and, and God will save you. Let me keep going, because I'm... I'm sure I got some people human right now, but that's okay. <laughs> Amen. 
you know, like when, like brother, a, a brother, great teacher, the word says, the same word that, the same word that will uh, save you will also, the same word will, that same word has a tendency to offend you. That's mm. what the same word that saved you. Mm. Let's keep going, glory to God. I, I like it if nobody else does. Glory <laughs> to God. Amen. 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 All right, so we don't want our life full of leaven. We want God's view and God's opinion. The Bible says that the way of the transgressor is hard. It says the way of the transgressor is hard. It says hard meaning ever flowing stream of nothing. An ever flowing stream of failure. An ever flowing stream where nothing works for me. Everything I touch fails. Amen. Amen. Do you believe it today? Yeah, amen. amen. Ever flowing stream. Chaos. Nothing works for me. Chaos. Mm. Everything's difficult. Mm. It just stuff never ends. Nothing's changing for me. Mm. Mm. It means we have to check our lifestyle. That's true. Because all of these unscriptural things that I'm doing, they're what's causing my problems. You know the funny thing, and let's go back and talk about that. Because what happened? When we begin to live and walk in unscriptural things, mm -hmm. we don't have any faith. Mm, that's good. We'll never walk in faith. Just like those people back there, Jesus wept. Jesus wept because they were faithless. Wow. Jesus was grieving over the fact that they're so faithless. And God doesn't want you. He doesn't want you faithless. He wants you walking in the victory that he's provided for you. It's a done deal. We had testimonial service before. We talked about the finished work of God, of Jesus Christ. That is done. Jesus is resting. Amen? Amen. Yeah. He's resting. And we have the ability to, to rest in him. Amen? Amen. We have to check our lifestyle. Why? God's not punishing me. He's not punishing me. He's not doing anything to, to me. He's not putting anything on me. That's you know, that's a verse of scripture. You know, people say that one verse of scripture, and I want you because a lot of you said it. I've said it probably. Maybe I don't know. Where it says that God's not going to put more on me than I can bear. Mm -hmm. That is not what He said. <laughs> that's not even what the scripture says. <laughs> because what you're saying, God's putting things on you to punish you, all right, to test you, to tempt you, that's what you're saying. That's a lie. Amen. That's a lie because Amen. it says a man can't tempt God, neither will God tempt any man. Amen. God's, Amen. Not putting Come on any, now. God's not putting anything on you. He took everything off of you. Amen. Took it upon himself. What the scripture did say that he would not suffer you to be tempted above what you can bear. Mm -hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? Because where sin abounds, grace much more abounds. Amen. What does that mean? Amen. Where sin would come to try to take hold, if you call on the grace of God, which is the strength, the capacity, the ability of God, then, then, mm. then sin won't, yeah. Mm. Then you won't, yeah. You, so he won't put more than you can, then he won't put, I mean, he won't suffer you to be tempted above what you can bear. God ain't putting nothing on you. He ain't doing nothing to you. He's already finished what he's done in his son, Jesus Christ. Yeah. He says that all of his promises are yes and amen. Yeah. He says that you're blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. He's not trying to to do something to you to teach you a lesson. Amen. It's unscriptural and it's not true. And it's the world system that tells you that. Amen. Amen, Amen. Pastor. You see, we're we're living in a day where people are trying to are attempting to define righteousness for themselves, defining good and evil for themselves. And there are things in the Bible that would say, well, that might have been relevant a few thousand years ago, but it's not relevant today. How many times mm. you've heard that? Mm. Relevancy. For today, why? 
because society has changed. I think I talked about this one time. We had one leader that made a statement. He says, well, you know, talking about the word coming against, you know, certain things, all right? Well, coming against marriage between, you know, the same sex marriage. And so we had one leader that stood up and said this. He says, well, if that's what the Bible says, then God needs to change because times have changed. I, I, listen, I don't know if he said it or not, but it was written that he said it, and if he said it, he's wrong. Amen. It's just his lack of understanding that God is the same yesterday, Amen. today, and forever. forever. He will not change. Amen. God loves all mankind. He's provided. I just want y'all to know. He's provided a way of escape. Yeah. It's whether you want to take that way of escape or you want to stay in the condition that you're in. Mm. Amen? Amen. All right, now, it's in a word, so get mad at me. Don't get mad at me. Get, I'm just telling you. How does cow eat cow? No. Glory to God, let's keep going. Let's not get into self here. And so, 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 um, um, has God changed? No. I'm going to tell you something. The wages of sin is still there. Yeah. It's not that God is going to kill you, or God want you to or want to kill you. It's just that sin is poison. That's it. It's poison, and what it does, it keeps you at bay mm -hmm. from God because you don't even feel good. You don't even feel right. You might. You don't even. Condemnation has come to get to destroy you. Mm -hmm. It's to, it's come to keep you walking faithless, and not to walk in the face of God. And not trust them. Because how are you going to trust somebody you believe that wants to hurt you? That's so true. How are you going to believe? How are you going to trust someone? It's like Adam and Eve. What did they do? They were hiding from God because yep. they just they expected punishment. Yep. They became afraid. They became of the. They became afraid of the one that loved them unconditionally. The one that. The only thing they ever experienced from him was love. Yes. But they became afraid of him. God doesn't want you afraid of him. God's not here to punish you. As a matter of fact, he, 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 he sent his son so he can remove punishment away from you. So that he would never, he poured out his wrath on his son so that, that you wouldn't have to be punished. Amen? Amen. Amen. So now we get to the point where we begin to, to apply faith. Apply, apply faith about what? About the blood of Jesus. It's the blood of Jesus that delivered me. It set me free. It spoke for me. Glory to God. It spoke for me. Amen. It spoke for you. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. It spoke for us. Oh. One of the other sacrifices uh, was, uh, was atonement. Which means it set them free from sin. All right, so they can actually have renewal. So they can have renewal. You see, every sacrifice that was a blood offering uh, uh, would bring you to the Lord because you 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 were separated from it, but it would bring you to the Lord. The purification offering, uh, it, it, your conscience had been violated in some way. So you begin to feel disconnected from God. That's why God doesn't want you messing around with that stuff. Because it'll true. cause you to feel disconnected from God. That's true. I'm not worthy. Amen. So there was a cleansing of the conscience. Yeah, right. So these believers, believers would bring their sacrifices and the priest would examine it. But he wouldn't just examine it. He would examine the individual. He would begin to examine the individual to see what their attitude was. Did they truly want to, to deal with the issues that were in their life? Do you want to deal with the issues that are in your life? Do you want to live that way? But they would examine these folks to see if they wanted to deal with the issues uh, that were in their life. Amen? Or did they want the real communion with God? Did they want real relationship with God? Did they really want the will of God in their life? Man, that's something to think about. Do you want the will of God in your life? Yes. Or you just want to be religious? You just want to look good? 
I want the will of God in my life. Yeah. And I know everybody here wants the will of God in their life. Do you want the will yeah. of God in your life? Yes. Amen. Amen. God is always seeking an intimate uh, relationship. He's seeking communion. That's what communion is about. Communion is, is about the development of a relationship. Amen. So whenever their attitude was right and, and, and they did the things from the perspective of faith, the promises would always manifest. Are you doing things from the perspective of faith? Yes. Yes. Are you receiving from the perspective of faith? Are you are you afraid? Or do you think you don't deserve it? You should be punished. No. Mm. Jesus paid that price. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 And those that would go through the go through the interview with the priest, and then you would they, they would lay their hands on the sacrifice and and one hand on the head of the sacrifice, and they would confess their sins and and they would acknowledge their sins. Amen. Amen. And with the other hand, they were going to take the knife and cut the animal's throat. Uh-oh, there goes the animal people. They're going to be all upset. <laughs> they would cut the animal's throat. Right? And he would bleed out. And it was very important to make that connection. It was so important to make the connection, uh, to make that connection uh, between uh, what I have done or what I was doing, and 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 this is the price that paid for what I was done, for what I've done, to pay for my sin. This is what I, this blood right here that I've shed of this perfect lamb paid the price. What is that? What is that today? That's a type and shadow of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. The only thing is, we don't have to do it once a year. That that was the last sacrifice. God. Mm. Am, am I confusing y'all this morning? No. You good and confused? No. So, a life has to pay for sin. Either my life or somebody else's life. Glory to God. Thank God for Jesus. Yes. He paid for my sin. So this person doing this in faith and trusting that they would experience something from God. They trusted that all the impurities were removed from them. But you know all the impurities were removed from you when you accepted Jesus Christ, that his blood always Amen. speaks for you. Amen. Don't you know that? Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God wants us to get back to the place of intimacy and communion with him. There's an exchange that takes place in communion. Amen. Amen. There's an exchange that takes place. I love communion. I love being able to sit there and acknowledge to God his blood and what it's done for me. And his broken body, what it's done for me. The reality, reality of that. Not doing something as an act that I, I feel I've got to do this because of my, my, uh, my beliefs. My, no, no, no. Because I believe that um, I'm not, I don't want to take communion because it's just something that I got to do because I went to church. I want to do it and when I'm doing communion. I want it to the full effect of it. I want to be recognizing at what Jesus Christ has done for me through His through His, his shed blood and through His broken body. Amen. Do you believe it this morning? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. I want to see the reality of what he's done. I'm acknowledging the reality of what he's done for me. I'm communicating. I'm celebrating with him. I'm communicating with him. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. My Lord and my God. Thank you. Communion is where you connect with God in your heart. Amen. Amen. Where you experience renewal. Grace. When grace happens. Amen? Amen. It doesn't happen because we quote scriptures, people. Because you know scripture. It doesn't happen because you have information. Or any other reason. Than experiencing God in your own heart. 
I want to experience God in my own heart. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Well, all the types of sacrifice, those sacrifices are types and shadows of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. We're all types Amen. of shadows. We should want to see and walk out this life that we have in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take you to one last scripture uh, for today, but uh, I can go on, but I'm not going to go on. I'll probably pick it up and finish this next week. I want you to go with me over to the book of Revelation. Go to Revelation chapter 12. We're going to read verse 10 and 11. Revelation chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. I want you to see something. Oh my God. This is so powerful. This is awesome. And this is in verse, um, what did I say? Verse 10. And I heard a loud, loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation. Everybody say salvation is come. Salvation, salvation is come. Now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God. In the kingdom of our God. Watch this. And the power of his Christ. Can you imagine that? We understand that the kingdom of God is come. And the power of his Christ. For the accuser of the brethren is cast down. Which accused them before our God day and night. Mm -hmm. Now, you no longer have an accuser. He's been cast down. He cannot accuse you because the blood of Jesus speaks for you. Thank you, Jesus. And me yeah. if you're a born again believer. Yeah. Come on now. Yes. yes. He's been cast Amen. down. Yes. He can't run into God and, and point out all your Ooh. failures. He's Ooh. been cast down. Lord, he has Lord, no Lord, more Lord. access to go into Ooh. because of Jesus Christ. He has no more access Ooh. to the Father. Amen. 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 To accuse you. Amen. He has been what? Cast, Cast down. down. Cast down. So now he is he's more focused on convincing you that you're no good. Yes, he's convincing yes. you of your failure. Yes, yes. So that you won't have faith towards God. <laughs> because you have access. And you have faith towards God. Now watch this. And verse eleven says. No, let me go back. And he says, the accuser of the brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. And they overcame him, the accuser. Mm -hmm. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Yes. Don't you know that he knows who you are because the blood speaks for you? Yes. Do you yes. know who you are because the blood speaks for you? Yes. The blood of Jesus speaks for you. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I'm in his family. I'm a son in Christ Jesus. Yes. He who knew no sin was made to be sin that I might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Yes. Jesus is in control. Yes. He is in He said all power, all authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Yes. He said here, he says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. What is your testimony? Right. Is your testimony the testimony of Jesus Christ? Mm. His death, burial, and resurrection. Is your testimony that you're blessed with all spiritual blessings in, in, in heavenly places yes. in Christ Jesus? Yes. Is your testimony that I have been redeemed from the curse of the law so no curse can operate against me? Mm. I have been redeemed from the, Christ, uh, from the curse of the law. Amen. Amen. Is that your testimony? Yes. Yes. Is your testimony that all of the promises of God are yes and amen? Amen. 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 Is your testimony I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me? Is your testimony is I can't do anything? What testimony will you give today? Will you give the testimony of God? Will you give the word of God? Will you apply the word of God? 
to every situation, Amen. to every aspect of your life. Will you Amen. believe it and Amen. apply that Amen. word? Amen. I believe, therefore I speak. Yes. Well, glory to God. Yes. Amen. Well, thank you, Jesus. I hope you've been. I hope each and every one of you all been blessed this morning. Thank I hope you. this is helping you. I hope you got something out of it. Yes. I hope you see that we need to live according to God's view, God's opinion, and God's reality. I hope you will believe today that you that the blood speaks for you. The blood of Jesus has delivered you and set you free, and you're no longer in any bondage to anything. Yes. Uh, uh, we are. In the family of God, we're children of God, and if we're going to be slaves to anything, let's be a slave to the Word of God. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Now, for those of you who never received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, today's your day. It's a calling card. This is your calling card. The Bible says that if you you heard the Word, if it touched your heart, if you will trust God, if you'll believe in, if you'll confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus. That he died for you, that he rose again. And believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, that he died and he rose. If you'll believe him, uh, and that uh, he shed his blood for you. Amen. You'll be saved. Amen. So if you'll pray with us, one quick prayer. Father, I heard the word today, and I believe that you're pulling on my heart. Lord, yes, I'm a senior, a sinner, but I need a savior. I can't go without a savior. I believe that Jesus live for me. I believe that he died for me. I believe that he paid my debt. I believe that he paid my debt. I believe he kept for me. And I believe that he rose again. And therefore, and I, Jesus, I ask you, Savior, to come and live in my heart, to be my Savior. Yeah. I receive you today. Yeah. Yeah. In Jesus' name. If you make that prayer, if you're thanking God, you just begin to thank God that you're in the family of God and all of heaven's rejoicing. And we're rejoicing. And then God will lead you to a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church that's going to help you to become a true disciple of God. Amen. God bless you. God bless each and every one of you. And remember, Jesus, Jesus is Lord. Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.